Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Nerd Factory Reboot. Today we are going to talk about Hades, one of my all-time favorite games, and there's a very good reason why I actually think this is one of my all-time favorites. But today we are going to talk about it, we're going to review it, and we're just going to go deep into, you know, the game. And let's just say that this is well, spoiler territory kind of thing, so I hope you played the game or at least know about it, otherwise, I'm sorry. So anyways, without any further ado, let's start talking about it and cue the intro. So Hades is a game that is made by Supergiant Games, and it's one hell of a game. It's a roguelike game? I actually never understood, is it roguelite or roguelike? Because I keep seeing them everywhere, I mean, but, you know, Wikipedia says roguelike, so I'm fine with it. But I did see somewhere that it said roguelite. Anyways, who cares? It's a action game, above all, that is very unique. I confess, I haven't played a lot of roguelike games in the past. I really haven't. The one that I did, that I knew it was a roguelike, was Dead Cells. And while I did enjoy it, Hades was on a whole nother level. And when Hades was introduced for Switch, it was so good that I wanted to buy a Switch just to play this game. However, well, you know, because of some circumstances, I never did it, but I was still very interested in the game and I kept hoping for a PlayStation or Xbox release, anything, just give us the game. So fast forward and the game did get a release, but at that point it had garnered so many Game of the Year awards that I needed to play this game. So when the game got announced they said that it has a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series edition as well and I was really curious, but at that time I still had a PS4. And they said, you do get a free upgrade. And I was like, hmm, let's just get it. It's actually cheap. It's not even expensive. So why not? Well, I didn't exactly wait for a sale. I don't think it's gone on sale so far. But it was more like, you know, there's a physical edition that makes it a more enticing buy. And, well, I was waiting for that. And... While waiting for that, I did get my PS5 and I was so excited that, you know, I had it, the game had released by then, and uh, I was waiting and I was like, okay, okay, let's do it, let's get the game. So then comes the physical edition, and unfortunately physical, you know, was way more expensive than it should have been, and you know, I was like, no, I'm not gonna buy it that expensive, so I said, okay, fine, once I get paid... I'll buy the digital. But by then, I had played so many more games that I had essentially forgotten to buy the game. So, um, by sheer luck, I saw the story, uh, I saw an Instagram story where they put the game on sale, the physical edition, and it cost like 10 bucks more than 
um, the digital. So I was still excited. I was like, okay, okay, let's let's get this. Screw it. I'm gonna get myself something good. So I bought it. And I was really excited because I knew that there's a soundtrack inside, that the cover is, you know, it's like holographic. And more so, it has an art book. Unfortunately, it didn't have the art book. Turns out that either it was in limited supply or it wasn't available in that particular country. I don't know, either way, I didn't get it. And it was sad. So my enjoyment got hindered a little bit before even starting. I put a disc in and the console start, starts reading it and gets a very small update, like 95 megabytes, and I'm ready to play. From that very moment that you start, you don't expect anything, you don't expect to, you know, you don't know what you're going to face, that's the thing. So then, the game starts, everything goes on, and suddenly you're in this amazingly beautiful world. And with charming characters, with charming enemies. And everything is just so beautifully done that it simply takes you away. So then you start the game and you're supposed to get out of Hades. Basically the underworld. So as you're trying to get that, you face some bosses. And the funny thing was, I actually did get the first boss. But I couldn't get the second one. But I still got through it. I was like, huh, this game is cool. So when I got there, and I was still confused as to why am I playing it immediately, like no tutorial whatsoever? So I die. And I was disappointed. I was like, oh, why did I die? I did come far. Turns out I wasn't even that far. But still, I did it. I was really ecstatic. I was like, mm, yeah, I'm doing it. So. The game goes on and it introduces you to everyone, to Hades, to the world at large, to Nyx, to Hypnos, to Achilles, everyone is introduced in the most beautiful fashion you can ever think of. And everything was so damn well made that honestly, you don't even feel like, I don't know, like you're in the like you're confused or you're supposed to be confused, nothing like that. In fact, you feel right at home. And then slowly the story unfolds. You get, um, you know, uh, you get more uh, introduced to the other characters, the other gods and everything. And, you know, slowly you get to learn more about the uh, lore. And the cool thing was that you don't really have to know even that much about the Greek mythology. I do know about it, thanks to God of War, I did do an intensive research back when that game came out and you know, everything else, but the thing was that I had, you know, no clue what to expect from this, I didn't know how far it was gonna go, like was it going to, um, I don't know, go beyond what it is with the Greek mythology or do their own stuff or actually stick to it, you know? So, I didn't really know, but I was still excited. I was um, really excited to see what I can do there and, um, you know, what can happen. So anyways, um, things start to move on and 
Um, I start to learn more about the gameplay, about the enemies, about the environment, and slowly you get to you get to be introduced to different NPCs. And the most beautiful thing about this game is everything is so damn connected, well balanced, that there's no way that you can say that hey, I got I'm missing this trophy. I, it's a missable. This is happening like this. That's happening. Like that nothing. None of that can happen. Because the game is so well balanced, so well made, everything that even if you get abundant of it, you still can use it somehow, and you can even change it, exchange it. But the most beautiful aspect of the game, aside from its most, I don't have to even say it, unique and exciting gameplay, is none other than the story and the characters. The characters drive the story, the characters go on to show different sides of themselves, who they are, what they're doing. All of that is so well done that it's just simply out of this world. I have no idea how they made this. Because you keep thinking like, you know, what's the formula? And you can't really figure it out. That's a good thing. And the most impressive part is that every time you die, and death is actually encouraged in this game, it's not like Dark Souls where you're like, oh no, I died, that's so bad. It's actually encouraged. Every time you die, the gods, the characters, they actually comment on everything you've done. If you died by the hands of a particular NPC, they give you tips. If you did something amazing during that run, they tell you. Everything about this game is just so alive. It doesn't feel like a game. It feels like you're watching, I don't know, like a God's perspective, you're watching this unfold. And like I said, everything about this is just so damn connected and so well done. The weapons in this game are absolutely out of this world because all of them are unique and they all have different variants, let's say. And each of these variants are unique. They're not even alike to what was previously there because they, they change, they're not exactly like that, they're something else altogether. And, you know, you get that, you come to it, you play with that weapon and you learn more about it and your gameplay style has to change and adapt, otherwise you lose. And the gameplay is fast, fluid, just beautiful. And these weapons, each of them carry their own strengths, weaknesses, and challenges. While I enjoyed five of the weapons, I'm not gonna spoil what they are, you gotta experience it for yourself. It's mostly traditional, but some of them are actually very unorthodox. But one of them I didn't really get on with, and that's the bow. I don't think it's a spoil, it's a bow. The reason is that, for me, Hades is a very fast game, and with that, you have to really slow down your pace. And while it's true you can get some boons that actually help you get faster and you know it's actually more fun like that the thing is that you know i i prefer the other weapons all of them the other ones are also good but not really my style but the thing is that the game is just simply astonishing every weapon aside from being unique is just a blast to play with you have no idea how it is. I can't keep saying it again and again and again, but the thing is, no matter how much I say it, you still don't know until you actually grab a controller 
and play it. You know, it is that amazing. And aside from all of that, the weapons, the characters, your relationship that you actually create with these characters over the course of the game, the soundtrack is just out of this world. The soundtrack is simply amazing. It actually helps you, you know, stay in the game. Like, it creates an amazing atmosphere and when it comes to the bosses, it's just simply fantastic. It's not like Ghost Runner level of, you know, bass dropping doops doops doops, but rather more like, you know, it fits, you know, it fits the situation, it fits the character, it fits the environment. It's so damn good. And I like that about it. I think that it's pretty amazing, pretty awesome. But I kept saying good things about Hades. What's some bad things? Well, the best thing about it is that when you, once you do 10 runs, you essentially finish the story. But then you come to the end game. And the end game is where you spend most of your time, at least 70% of your time, and well, yes, the endgame is absolutely amazing, especially if you're going for platinum or, you know, complete gamer score on Xbox. The problem with it is that you do need a guide, especially for some of those trophies and you're maximizing the character relationships, and the bad thing about it is that it's so freaking random. You don't even know exactly what triggers it. I tried. I tried talking to, you know, many people see what triggered it for them. I read many Reddit posts. It turns out it's really random. While it is good, but because, you know, you are going for the end game itself, the secret ending if you might, and everything else, it's just... It's better to know exactly what triggers some things. And... Let's be clear, it's not that bad, it's not grindy like Ubisoft games, or to the point that it hinders your enjoyment, it really doesn't. But it's better to know what exactly is going on and how far away you are. That's one thing that I really would have loved to know. I was never told in this game. And while it is absolutely satisfying to do them, it's still a bit, you know, it could have been done a little bit better, you know, I mean, I don't know, it just feels like... It just needed a little bit more clearance, like, you know, you should be more clear with the player. Is this happening? Is this not happening? Am I doing it the right way? Am I not doing it the right way? What's going on here? So, like I said, the game is absolutely amazing. And this does not hinder your experience, it really doesn't. It just creates a little bit of a frustration from time to time. But if you're following a guide, if you're, you know, if you know what you're doing, it doesn't become that much of a, you know, problematic issue. Still, it's, it, it, it could have been a bit better. But overall, let me tell you, this game is absolutely fantastic. The NPCs, all of them are unique, they're fun, they're amazing to even look at, to talk with, and more so than that, you have amazing interactions with them, meaningful interactions. Everything about this game is just simply amazing. There's no, you know, question in my mind why this game got so many Game of the Year awards, and honestly, I think it deserves it, and I think that maybe back then, if it was available on PlayStation and Xbox, maybe it would have gotten way more Game of the Year awards. Missed opportunity for Supergiant, but I think that they thought this is a risky game, that's maybe they went with Switch, but to be honest with you, 
I actually think Switch is the perfect home for Hades. Not PlayStation, not Xbox, because this is a game that it's so freaking good that you just like, okay, let's do another run. So you can turn on your handheld console, play another run, uh, turn it off and go and then be like, yeah, I need another one. The game is that addictive. And if you're playing it on the go, that is way better than you're playing it on a console. But you know, on a console, 4K, 60, yeah, that's, that's the dream. But you know, on the go is another thing altogether. This game is very much designed for portable console, not for a big-ass console, but still one hell of an enjoyment. So that's why I'm giving it a 10 out of 10, and it was one hell of an experience, no pun intended. And just play the damn thing. It's not expensive at all. You don't need that much money to buy this game to support the developers and actually have fun in this game. This game is... I think it's dirt cheap for what it offers you, the hours of gameplay that it gives you, the amazing experience that you get from it, the relationships you create with these characters, the absolutely banging soundtrack. This is one of those gems of the last year that will remain in the gaming for a long time. And this has actually made me like um, the thought of actually playing Returnal. Quick bit though. You have a mode in this game called God Mode, which actually gives you more resistance as you play and die. The thing is, is it cheating? Is it being a cheap guy doing that? No, I don't think so. I think that if you want to enjoy the story, if you want to enjoy the game and have a bit more confidence, God Mode helps you a lot. And honestly, I actually beat Hades, you know, without the God Mode the first time I beat it. After that, I was like, okay, I'm going for Platinum. I don't want to spend more time than I need to, so I turned it on. I don't think that you're cheating or anything, I don't think anyone is doing that. The game actually encourages you to try it, if you want to do more story and you'll be more focused. And honestly, it's more of a placebo effect, because at the end of the day, aside from reducing damage, you have to be good to even survive, to do damages, and most of the time, most of the, you know, chambers, I just did it without any damage. So, not really related to god, god mode, so if you're doing it like that, you're a good player, and don't, you know, think that you needed that help or anything like that. You're a good player, you were able to do that much. But, you know, I gotta say, the game is so good. It has so much to offer, and I'm sure that I haven't covered most of it here in this review, because it's so much. So many things that actually change the gameplay, improve the gameplay, make it harder, make it easier. It's just up to you. Oh, and speaking of making it harder, once you beat the game once, you know, you get this list that you can make the game harder for yourself. And you might think at first that, wow, this is, you know, uh, more difficult than it should be. But then you'll be like, yeah, this is, you know, this is way too easy. So I need to turn these on. So go for it. <laughs> Not that difficult, let me tell you. So yeah, keep on playing and enjoy Hades. It's one of a kind game. One experience that I think that even if you don't like roguelikes, even if you haven't played that many roguelikes, definitely experience it. It's not like Returnal where it kicks your ass so much that you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna play the game. It's a game where you're like, whoa, I like my ass getting kicked by this game. Because it's enjoyable. Anyways guys, thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, as always, like, follow, share, subscribe, whatever you can do. And, um... Uh, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of 80s.
because it's a game that I really liked and I really tried to say a lot of good things about it because it deserves it and I hope you enjoyed the soundtrack in the background it was actually part of the um, you know uh, physical edition you, ac you can actually get it it's a code that they give you so thank you for doing that um, so yeah definitely play it definitely have fun with it and I'll see you guys on the next one and uh, that's pretty much it thank you guys until the next episode